0: Is encouragement. And you know, as a church family, I think one of the most important things that you and I should all be doing is encouraging one another. Amen. Do y'all believe that that's a, a very important part of, of being a church and a church family is, is showing each other encouragement? Uh, you know, because we, Brother Donnie, we all go through the hard times in life. And I know when, when, I go through hard times in life and I'm not knowing what's going to happen and things like that. It's always nice to be able to come to the church and have somebody either pray with you or tell you it's going to be okay and just offer words of encouragement, you know. It's always important to do that. And here lately, Pastor Mark has been talking quite a bit about um, wanting our church to grow. And, you know... I think one of the most important things, now that's not the only thing, but I think one of the most important things that we're going to have to do is really start encouraging one another a whole lot more if we're really wanting our church to grow, amen? Because once we encourage one another, that gives us the want to to go out and encourage somebody else, amen? Once you're feeling good, you want other people to feel good and you want to show them, right? So tonight, what I wanna do is talk to you about why it's important for us to encourage one another. The first reason if we don't encourage one another and put each other down, we don't offer words of encouragement to each other. Some of us may feel like we don't have any support from our brothers and sisters in church. And I don't know about you, but I, I have gone to churches where you go and you walk in and you sit down and you can't get nobody to shake your hand they might take a little glimpse at you and then turn around real quick, and they snickering and talking to each other. Who's that guy? Who's them people? Not this church. This church, you come in here, you get hugged and loved on. We was over there at that place watching Eddie B. the other night, <laughs> and Brother Carl, all the motorcycle ministry come in there, and I was telling some lady that was sitting behind me, I said, in our church, Whenever people come in, we hug them and we give them almost kiss them on the cheek and stuff sometimes. I said, Look at Brother Carl there. When he came in here, he didn't want nothing to do with nobody. He didn't want no, he barely shake your hand. He was very standoffish. But right now, Brother Carl's one of the first ones that'll walk up and give you a hug. Amen? Amen. And I think that. When you can walk into a church that's friendly like that, that, that shows interest in the person, that's very encouraging. Amen? I don't want to go to a church where they don't want nothing to do, with you, to come sitting there on Sunday morning and do their time, and then they're gone, that's it, and don't want to talk and don't want to uh, associate with you or anybody else. I think it's very important that we show encouragement to people by showing our what we just what we do. The loving, the kindness, friendship of a friendly environment, godly environment when you walk into a place. I don't know about you, but when I feel the, 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 the Holy Spirit come on me, I feel a, a, a godly, I feel good, I feel loved, and that's what we have to be doing is spreading love. Now, why is it important, so important for us to come to church? Says right here in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25, let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this right here. This is not Paul that wrote this. A lot of theologians have been uh, trying to discuss who it is and all this and that, but they never really understood exactly who wrote Hebrews. But in, in Hebrews, What's happening is is you got old Christians that have recently converted a little while back, but now they're starting to kind of turn away from God. Amen? They're starting to kind of get back away from God because they've got other teachers coming kind of mix them up with the old, teaching them the old law and the new law and trying to get them all jumbled up, and they're not so sure that, that uh, they're, actually got the right religion. It sounds a whole lot like the world today. You've got to be careful where you go because you could end up in a church that will get you all messed up in your head. Amen? That's why the writer is telling these people here, the Romans here, that, that you need to make sure that you are still meeting together because if you don't meet together, you're going to get mixed up in the world. Don't tell me, oh, it ain't important to go to church. That's a lie from the devil. You need to be in your spot, Brother Jimmy, Miss Josie. Good to see you all tonight. You need to come in here so that you can make sure that the world ain't trying to steer you away from church. Amen. You need to come in here and receive the instruction and the discipline from the preaching from the Word of God. That way you know you've got the right religion. I don't know about you, but there's been a time or two where I've second-guessed my religion in life. Huh? I've said, man, I wonder if I really, you know, if God is really there, and you no, know, we've all questioned that before, but when I come to church and I hear a good message, the Lord lets me know for sure that's where I'm supposed to be. He lets me know deep down inside of me the Holy Spirit is in there, and that's how I know I'm living my life right, Miss Crystal. So it's very important that we not neglect our coming together as a body of Christ and body of believers. Amen. It'll be kind of hard to grow as a church too if we don't show up. Amen. So tonight what I want to do is I want to talk to you about three things that involve encouraging one another as a church. The first thing if you're taking notes is I want to talk to you about what is encouragement. Second thing I want to talk to you about tonight is how can we encourage people effectively. And the third and the last thing is why is it important to encourage one another? Now, the first thing I want to talk about is what is encouragement? Well, first of all, I want to let you know real quick right off the bat, you got to be careful about how you try to encourage people. Amen? See, some people, they got good intentions. They... Approach people and they try to offer words and encouragement, but they end up not really encouraging them. Amen. See, you got to be careful how you approach them. You can't come at them judgingly, you can't come at them yelling. Yelling is not encouraging somebody. You got to not wear your sleeves on your, I mean, your feelings on your sleeves when you want to encourage somebody. You got to go to them. Stop and pray first before you walk up to them. Don't go up yelling at them. You know, sometimes uh, I come home and I've had a rough day from work and, and my poor kids or my wife will come up to me and they'll say, try to come talk to me about something or try to seek my approval. how many people have people that seek, try to seek your approval? And because of the day I've had, I brought it home with me. And I end up pushing them away more than I, I was able to encourage them. This happened just the other day. My wife was trying to talk to my daughter about something. She had had a bad day from work. And my wife was trying to tell her something. And she kind of got an attitude and all that. And she said, well, I'm sorry. My, you know, everything's going home bad at work. And my wife said, that's the first thing's wrong with you. Don't bring home work with you. Don't bring work home with you. Leave it where it's at. Amen. And that's one thing that we got to remember. We got to watch how we try to encourage people because we could end up pushing them away rather than encouraging them. When I looked it up in the dictionary, the word of encouragement. See, it's going pretty fast tonight. Y'all thought we was going to be here all night, huh? But when I looked up the word encouragement in a dictionary, the Webster's dictionary, to be specific. It said something like this: something that makes someone more determined, hopeful, or confident. Now, when I listen to those three things, those three words—determined, uh, hopeful, and confident—I think of positive things, right? So, encouragement should be positive. Amen. So, let's talk about these three. The first thing, first word is determine. determined. Determines means to. Make up your mind or set your mind on something and not let anything take your mind off what your mind is setting on doing. Did y'all get that? Amen. Y'all ever heard somebody say, well, man, he sure is bound and determined to do blah, 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 blah. Amen. I'm bound and determined to get this message done by 8 o'clock tonight. Amen. So some ways that we could encourage someone to become more determined is by pointing out the positive things in their lives, it would make them more, a more likely candidate to be more determined at what it is they're trying to be determined. Amen? Show them the good qualities. Don't always come out. I don't know if y'all have ever been around people that are negative, but they don't ever hardly have nothing good to say. But if somebody is, is wanting to be determined, we need to encourage them to be more determined to do that, right? One of the things that the Bible tells us is that we should weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice, amen? So whenever somebody is rejoicing, we need to uh, help them to become more determined to do things, amen? So it's important that we give them good, uh, offer them good words of encouragement so that they can continue to stay determined on what it is that they're wanting to do, amen? Because the devil... Man, listen to me, Brother Tommy. The devil can discourage you quick, and he can take your determination away just with a snap of a finger, amen? Today, uh, uh, almost every day, I see something that the devil throws at me to try to keep me from being determined to take care of my business, amen? He's always telling me stuff in my ear that this ain't right, and that ain't right, so you need to just quit doing that so we can't listen to him. He's a liar, man, father of lies. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy, amen? But Jesus said, I come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly, amen? So we need to learn to help people be more determined by encouragement. them. Another thing, the other word that it said here is hopeful. An example of someone who is hopeful would be like one of our brothers and sisters in church trying to get a loan or something like that, and it don't look like they're going to get it. But we we need to come up to them and we need to offer them words of encouragement to say, well, God has got this. If God wants, you know, walk up and tell them, hey, God will help you do this, God will do that. So you need to always be there to continue their hope. You know, there's been times where, in my life where I have really, really felt like just laying it all down and and like that song, Angels Among Us, someone will come along and offer me words of encouragement. Amen. And when I hear those words of encouragement, I get my hope back up. A little spark starts back up and the fire gets going again. Amen. little while back, things happen and, you know, and I was getting down to where I wasn't even so sure about ministry no more. You know, things didn't seem to be going too good. The devil was throwing everything he could at me. So I started coming to church, man, and Pastor Mark talked to me. And he's like, man, you need to get back, you know, and he gave me the words of encouragement to get me back going, amen. Ministry is something I love dearly in my heart. And I know that the Lord has placed it on my heart to be in ministry because when I don't do it, I ain't easy. <laughs> I don't rest easy when I know that I'm not uh, doing something for the Lord. Amen. So we always need to be there when we see a brother down and out. Don't look like he's in the dumps. Go over there and say, man, it'll be okay. Just And then pray with him. You know, I can't tell you how many times... I've prayed with people and saw a spark fire back up in them, you know. Just that genuine love that you can't get nowhere. You know, that's what we have to have, that genuine love. Now, the last word that that the definition said that someone with encouragement was someone that was confident. Being confident means that you can believe you can do something or or believe something's going to happen. Amen. An example of someone being confident would be someone that was about to receive a promotion from their job. And they just know they're really going to get it. It's a lot like uh, being confident. One way that we can help another person be confident is just by offering them words of encouragement. Man, sometimes uh, we need to do things for them, amen, to help them out. You know, last night we were doing that bull riding. And James McLean was out there, and there was a young man that uh, had rode a bull, and he'd been riding bulls out here for a while. He don't always do so good. But anyway, James uh, was telling him, man, you didn't ride the bull, but listen here, man. You, you, I mean, you mounted it right. You dismounted right. You did everything right. That was a good ride, you know. So the young man might have been kind of down in the dumps a little bit because he didn't get the ride. I don't know if he was or not. But I love the way my brother James went over there and encouraged him, you know. Encouraged him or or, or trying to build his confidence up to continue to do it. Amen. We all need words of encouragement so we can boost our confidence. The next thing that I want to talk to you about this evening is now that we know what Uh, encouragement is is how do we encourage others most effectively I don't know about y'all when I encourage someone I want to to be as effective as possible amen I want them to know that that I'm there trying to help them out now there are several ways that we can encourage each other efficiently and one of the ways that we can encourage one another effectively is by getting in the game with them amen helping someone achieve the goals they have to set or do or, or determine to accomplish as we just spoke about. Now, it's so easy to sit here and tell somebody, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. But when you get in there and you start helping them, that brings a whole new meaning on it, amen? When the, you get in there and you actually try to help them achieve their goals, then they see that, well, yeah, he does have confidence in me. He does... Uh, uh, show me hope because he he has hope in me, so now I can have hope in me, and I I can be encouraged from somebody that's getting in there with me and helping me do what I need to do. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter four verses nine through twelve it says this: Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can ha- reach out and help but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm, but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided core is not easily broken. Amen. That, I think of, When I think of this verse right here, I think of this church right here. This church has been through some thick and thin times, but no matter what it goes through, there's always that core group that stands together. Amen? And nothing can separate them. The devil tries all the time, but he don't succeed because this right here, Ecclesiastes 4.9, nobody can do anything alone. The Bible tells us it's not good for man to be alone. He gave him Adam and Eve. That's why it says... That a man should leave his wife, uh, leave his home, mother and father, and go cleave to his wife. Because he, God knows that you and I are going to need somebody to help us along the way, amen. Somebody to offer us encouragement. There's no, I can't count the amount of times that I've been down in the dumps and Penny gave me encouragement, amen. I give her encouragement, we help each other out, and I know that we can't make it through, Amen. And you know what? Watch this. Let me tell you something tonight. I know when it's time to hit the knees at the altar too. Uh Uh-oh, listen to me. Don't be acting like you don't need your wife and you don't need your husband because y'all got to have each other. Amen? Me and my wife have been dealing with a few things. I don't know if you saw Sunday, but we hit that altar, didn't we? Amen? And God's working quick. Amen? Amen? So don't dare think that you can go through life alone. You don't need nobody, amen, because you do. And that's why we should not uh, stop coming and forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as a church because through this world, this world is a tough world that we live in, and it ain't no joke. But if you'll come up here and get strength from your brothers and sisters and Jesus Christ, you can make it through, Michelle. I think sometimes most of y'all, a lot of y'all, the only reason you've made it through is because you came and sat in one of those blue chairs, amen. You didn't go, oh I like to go get in a corner sometime and sit back where I don't want nobody by myself. Can this cord reach over here? I want to sit here and you can't see me. Huh? Poor, poor pitiful me boo. God, why'd you let that happen? Woo-hoo-hoo. But I don't get nothing accomplished that way. When I come up here and get with my brothers and sisters and I start hearing the Word of God, I have them hugging my neck, shaking my hands. I get to feeling a whole lot better, Pastor Danny. And I know I've been to church. So we have to have people. Amen. One of the best, greatest ways in the world. The most effective way to encourage somebody is by going and getting in the game with them and being there, amen? Another way we can encourage others effectively is like I've already spoke to you about is display a positive attitude. Ephesians chapter 4, 29 says, Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Amen. Well, I don't have to talk a whole lot on that. We already know about that. I done talked a lot about it already. Offer good words of encouragement. Don't offer negative words. Man, I can't stand negative words anymore. At my job the guys get upset about tools and man the other day I don't oh, should I tell that story? Well I might tell it anyway. But uh this guy, I got an indicator. Pastor Danny, you know what an indicator is that we run these machines. Well, we got this guy here that's got a real bad attitude. And I got to tell you, it rubs off pretty quick. I mean, it's its its catching, Brother Tommy. When somebody's got a bad attitude, I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but a lot of other people in the world start to get that bad attitude, amen, because it's natural. Well, the other day, he couldn't get something to work with this indicator. And... uh He got mad and he threw that indicator. Boy, I'm about to come unglued. I'll probably turn red as a tomato. I thought that was my indicator he threw. And I was about to go over there real quick, but I caught myself. I said, I'm a Jesus, a man of Jesus. i got to represent Christ, amen. And then I looked back and I saw my indicator there. I was like, okay, see, the devil tried to get me right there. Anytime he can, he's going to try to get you. So we always need to be offering a, a good words of encouragement because it's so easy to get in that negative, that bad, bad attitude. Amen. Another thing that we can do to encourage people more effectively is instill faith in them. Proverbs twelve twenty five says, "Worry weighs a person down, and an encouraging word cheers a person up. The godly give good advice; their friends, uh, to their friends, the wicked lead them astray." So here in the scripture we see it says when a person's heart is heavy or weighing them down, what happens when your heart gets heavy? You start getting filled with doubt, right? You start having uncertainty about things. And next thing you know, if you're not careful, it'll get you to where you're doubting your faith. Amen? It'll make you think that God ain't there. But... The scripture tells us godly people give good advice to their friends, amen? And by doing that, we can re-instill faith in them, John Jordan. Well, I know you've been through some things, and you've come to the church, and you've had a lot of faith re-instilled in you, I know. I mean, I'm not trying to tell all your business, and I'm not, but it's real folks in a real church serving a real God, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the way it is, you know. So why? Why is it so important for us to encourage others? There are a few things I want to talk to you about that explain why it's so important to encourage people in our church. And the first reason is to, it, it's important to encourage people in the church to keep them from getting discouraged and quitting the church. If we're trying to get a church to grow, we sure don't need to be getting them discouraged and making them quit, right? 1 Thessalonians 5.14, brothers and sisters, says this, Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy, encourage those who are timid, take tender care of those who are weak, and be patient with everyone. Amen. What I want to focus on here this morning is encourage those with timid, but we need to also look at the last part of it. Be patient with everyone. Amen? Now, timid means unsure or easily wavered or something that is not, someone that is not secure about something. The Webster's Dictionary defines timid as lacking in encouragement or self-confidence. So if I put that in layman's terms, that Sounds like to me somebody that don't have no self-esteem. Somebody with low self-esteem. This church is full of people with no self-esteem. Amen. This is a hospital for the hurting. That's why they're coming here. So we need to be ready to watch those people. We need to encourage those who are timid or those who are having low self-esteem and make them know that they're worthy of something. Amen. Man, they're a child of the one true king. Amen. Man, the same power that rose Jesus from the grave is living in you. Amen. You're an heir to the throne. Your father is a king. You're a prince. You're a princess. That's what we need to tell all of our friends, too, that are going through things. Amen. When they're going through things, we need to be there to lift them up and let them know, hey, your God and Father, he's He's Got control of everything. You just got to turn it over to him, Crystal. You got to turn it over to him. That's the hardest problem. Nobody wants to turn nothing over to him. I try all the time to handle my problems on my own. But they never get fixed until I finally say, Okay, Lord, I tried it my way. Let's do it yours now. Amen. Right, Brother Tommy? All right. Second reason it's important to encourage people in our church is to draw the potential out in them. Amen. I don't know about you, but I want to see people uh, reach their full potential. I remember back in, I don't know, I guess it was 2011 maybe, maybe the first part of 2012, Pastor Mark really started pushing me and encouraging me to, reach my full potential you know he saw something in me that I didn't quite see amen the Lord showed something to him that I didn't quite see he saw a preacher in me he saw a teacher in me he saw a leader in me amen so he started pushing me to reach my potential brother Rayford And I know several of y'all have probably been pushed by him to reach your potential as well. Amen? So whenever we see somebody that that has potential as Christians, and when they come into our church, especially if we're wanting this thing to grow, we need to start pushing people to reach their potential. Amen? Because, hey, the bigger this place gets, the more teachers there's going to need to be. The bigger this place gets, the more leaders there's going to need to be. The bigger this place gets, the more everything people doing something's going to, more servants, amen? So we need to push folks coming into our church to reach their potential, amen? But watch this, sometimes reaching your potential means discipline, amen? See, how are you ever going to be a Sunday school teacher or, or a, preacher or anything like that if you don't study your Bible, amen? How are you ever going to do anything in the church if you don't show up on Wednesday evenings and Sunday evenings, amen? How are you going to be used in a church if you never show up? It takes discipline, guys. See, watch what it says in Hebrews 12:10 through 11. It says, For our earthly father disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in His holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But after there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So we see right here in the scripture it's painful in the beginning. But once you get through the discipline, you will have peace and live a righteous life. Amen. Oh, it's hard to open that Bible and get to reading. It's hard to, after you've done been working 12 hours a day, come get up here to church, stay up till 8, 8.30, get home 9, 9.30, eat supper, or take a shower. Hopefully first you take a shower first, then you eat, and then uh, get laid down, and here it is, 11, 30, 12 o'clock, and you got to get up at 3 or 4 o'clock, Man takes discipline, amen, but once the Lord sees that you're serious, He'll start using you. If you want to be used by the Lord, you got to show him you want to be used, Amen. You can't just come up here every other Sunday and expect to be a, a, a pastor or a Sunday school teacher or something. You can't come up here every other Sunday and expect to open up the door. I mean, you got to have somebody that's dependable, that you know is going to be there in that spot, in that position, amen? And it takes discipline to do that, amen? So if we're going to reach our full potential, it's going to take discipline, amen? So we got to show people that encourage them to reach their full potential. The third reason it's important to encourage people in the church to help... uh, is to help people see God through the tough times. See, we've talked a lot about it. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of his, uh, for the good of those who love God and are called according to a purpose for them. See, sometimes we can't see when we're going through trials and tribulations in life why it's happening. But when we see a brother or sister going through that, we need to let them know, hey, Maybe God's got you doing that because you might be having to work on your testimony because later down the road, you might have to help somebody going through the same situation and tell them how you made it through. And God can receive glory through that because you can tell them, the Lord showed me to do this, the Lord pulled me through this, and you give Him the glory for it, amen? And so that may be why you have to go through that things. amen? So... We need to be encouraging people so that when they're going through the tough times, they can see that God is still there with them. Another reason it's important to encourage one another in our church is to strengthen them, amen. Philippians 1, 12, and 14 says, I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me has helped to spread the good news. For everyone here, including the whole palace guard, knows that I am in chains because of Christ. And because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message. This is Paul right here. He's writing from the prison. And even while he was going through hard times, he was still writing letters to strengthen other people. Amen? In their, spiritual, uh, in their, their spiritualness to grow them as Christians, strengthen them in the Word of God. Even though he was going through hard times, he was still offering words of encouragement in prison. Matter of fact, the prison guards got saved and everything else, they was proclaiming the the good news while he was going through pretty much hell on earth, amen? But he didn't give that no reason why he shouldn't have been preaching. You know, I just did the memorial service of my, my cousin, uh, Christy. She, for the last 20-something years of her life, she had a disease called Huntington's disease, and it finally took her life. It's a, like a crippling disease. It attacks the nervous system, and, and over time, you just it shuts everything. Everything stops functioning in your organs and all, and it just kills them. But that lady, all of her life, I can remember her going through that, and she was always offering encouragement to people, trying to lift people up, Make them feel good, amen. And when, when people would come to her house and, and she wasn't feeling good, she would still um, make them feel welcome and good, not draw attention on her. That day that I got to go talk to her in her hospital bed, she couldn't even hardly move. She couldn't talk. She could barely move her hands, but the, mainly the only thing she could do is move her neck. But while I was there, I went to talk to her about, what I talk to people that's about to pass away, you know, about God and all that stuff. She was just so happy and enthused, she, you know. She wasn't wanting me to focus on her, I could tell. And when I walked into the room, she hadn't seen me in so long. She got excited, and, I, and you know, here she is, in pain and everything else. She wasn't worried a bit at all about herself. She was worried about me feeling comfortable in that room, Amen. And brothers and sisters, that's what we need to do with other brothers and sisters that come in and offer them encouragement, even though we're going through storms. That way they can continue to be strengthened in Jesus Christ. Amen? Now the last thing I want to talk to you about, why it's important to encourage one another in our church, is to strengthen our community. Amen? The church community. Hebrews 10:24 and 25 says this. We must also consider how to encourage each other to show love and to do things. We should not stop gathering together with our believers, with other believers, as some of you are doing. Instead, we must continue to encourage each other even more as we see the day of the Lord coming. Amen? So we need to all get here together and be in our spots. So that we can make an impact on this community. If the church is not coming together and doing their part, there's no way that we can grow, amen? And there's no way we can go out and get things done in the community that we're supposed to do if they're not gathering here together in their spot and doing what they're supposed to do. That's what it boils down to, amen? We need to encourage our other brothers and sisters to get in their spot and do their part that way we can grow this community around here. Amen? Sometimes it takes several people getting that together to, to make uh, things happen, to give you the encouragement you need. I want to read you a story and then we'll close. Jean Netsch, a 240-pound homemaker desperate to lose weight, went to the New York City Department of Health where she was given a direct devised by was given a diet devised by Dr. Norman Joliffe. Two months later, discouraged about the 50 plus pounds still to go, she invited six overweight friends home to share the diet and talk about how to stay on it. Today, 28 years later, 1 million members attend 250,000 Weight Watchers meetings in 24 countries every week. Why was Natick able to help people take control of their lives? To answer that, she tells a story. When she was a teenager, she used to cross a park where she saw mothers gossiping while the toddlers sat on their swings with no one to push them. I'd give them a push, said Nathan. And you know what happens when you push a kid on a swing? Pretty soon he's pumping himself to do it. That's why, that's my role in life. That's what my role in life is. I'm there to give others a push. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, that's what we need to do. We need to give others a push. And you know what? Millions of people across the country today, and probably will be forever, are losing weight because this one woman got a few group of friends together, and they did something. They kept pushing. Amen? And the thing is, that's what our job is to do, to grow the Christian our, grow our church, amen, not just Caney Creek Cowboy Church, but the kingdom of God, everywhere we go, we're supposed to be spreading the word, we're supposed to be encouraging our brothers and sisters to come in, and to push others to do the same thing, amen, and then if we'll continue to do that, then it won't take much for this church to grow, I guarantee you that, amen. So, what I'm trying to tell y'all tonight is we do need to encourage each other. I know that it, without encouragement in my life, I wouldn't be where I am today. Amen. And, man, we got so many teenagers over here that are looking up to each and every one of us sitting in a blue chair, that are looking up to me up here, Pastor Danny, that preaches. Miss Vicky and all those youth leaders, we got so many of these lambs over. Y'all saw one tonight, a lamb, up here singing her heart out for the Lord, amen. And it was simply because somebody gave her that encouragement. Wasn't me and just her mama, amen. That little girl been coming to this church since she was about three years old. If it wasn't for this church and me coming up here and receiving, and my wife receiving encouragement from the people like Brother Joe and Brother Tommy and Pastor Mark, Pastor Danny, and all of y'all sitting out here, if it wasn't for y'all coming up here pushing us to encouraging us, that little girl might not even know nothing about no Jesus song. Amen. So tonight, you need to really stop and think about are you doing the encouragement that you ought to be doing? Amen? If not, start tonight. Start encouraging your brothers and sisters to be a better person and to do what they're supposed to be doing in the Lord. Amen? Bow your heads. Let's go to the Lord. Father, we come before you tonight, and I just praise you and thank you, Father, for the time we've had. Lord, I ask you tonight that if there's somebody here that knows somebody in their lifestyle that needs some encouragement tonight, that they'll go right out and go to them this evening or tomorrow, as soon as they can, and give them the encouragement that they need. Maybe they need to get in here in church, Father, and get saved and come to know you, Father. Maybe tonight they need to just start giving a little more encouragement than they should have. Father, tonight I just ask you to help us continue to encourage each other to do more and do what we can for you and to grow in you lord god i encourage them to start coming to the bible studies father and sunday school classes and all the things that we have here to offer i I just ask you father to encourage the, the people here tonight to come to that lord lord tonight i ask you to there's somebody here that's never prayed and asked you to come into their heart and save them tonight, Jesus. That tonight they'll pray this prayer after me silently where they sit and say, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner and I can't save myself. Tonight, Jesus, I want to ask you to come into my heart and save me, Lord. I need some encouragement that Brother Richard's been talking about tonight, Father. I realize lately that I haven't been receiving that encouragement. But, Jesus, I know that you're the way, the truth, and the life that I can receive that encouragement. So tonight, Jesus, will you please be my personal Lord and Savior? Whatever head bowed, ever eye closed, if there's anybody here tonight that prayed that prayer, slip up a hand right where you are and let me see. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, tonight, I just ask you tonight, Father, that everyone here tonight will pray this prayer with me right where they're sitting and make a commitment to you tonight. To start encouraging others. I just pray that everybody will pray this after me. Say Jesus. I know that lately I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to do to encourage other people. Father tonight I want to start doing being more of an encouragement to people around me and in my church. Tonight Lord I want to make a commitment to you to do that Lord. In your name I pray Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, thank y'all for coming out tonight. Y'all have a, a blessed evening.